You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here's our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. According to John chapter 1, verses 29-34 in the New Testament, The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 to 6. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent to two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Now, let me ask you a question. You're listening to the Word of God in the New Testament, which is a fulfillment of the Old Testament of the Tanakh and the Torah. The Torah is part of the Tanakh. It's the first T uh, of the acronym. And uh, you're, you're hearing these words, right? Now, now who <laughs> made the blind to see? <laughs> Whoever did that? Who made the lame to walk? Whoever cleansed the leopards and made the deaf to hear? Whoever made the dead to rise up? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, no one ever did that. The evidence of the Messiah would be that he could do these things. And nobody has ever done these things before. No one has ever done these things after Christ either. So just, you know, believe. Just believe the truth, okay? Just believe the truth and stop following a lie. The lie is that the Messiah hasn't come. Ladies and gentlemen, the Messiah has already come the first time, and he's about to come the second time, and you're not even ready to receive him because you don't believe he came the first time. I may have mentioned to you this experience I had a long time ago was conversing with a so-called rabbi in the Chabad movement in California, and uh, the guy was a genius. I mean, most of those guys are smart, they're very intellectual. They are very knowledgeable about many facets of life. And some of them are pretty arrogant. They want to kind of just, well, they just like to insult you. But there are some that are courteous and kind and, well, I guess they are sincere. But that you find that everywhere you go, right? No matter where where you are, <laughs> no matter what you believe, you're gonna find, you know, the uh, the uh, I, I call them imbeciles out there uh, that could care less about people's feelings. And then you got people that care about people, even if they don't believe the truth, they still have some character about them, right? Well, this uh, this particular fella, he knew my family, and uh, I guess based on that, he gave me the time of the day, and I discourse with him for a good hour or so, you know, and he seemed to be, well, he, he was a good listener. Let's put it that way. I don't know whether any of what I said to him made any sense. He didn't really have much to say or answer because most of these so-called rabbis of today 
are not learned in how to deal with these questions. In fact, many of them are told not even to delve into uh, a lot of these prophecies. Well, we know why they're told not to delve into it, because they point to Christ. That's why. At any rate, at the end of the discussion, he made this comment to me, because he, he knew that I was frustrated in the sense that I I loved his soul, and, and I wanted him to, to know his Messiah. I wanted him to, to get born again, according to the scriptures. And I wanted him to have the blessing of eternal life and have his name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I, I grieved over it. He could tell I was sincere. I wasn't just trying to have a debate with him, but it was I had a genuine love for his soul. And, th- and this is what they need to discern. And I did. So at the very end, it was the first time I ever heard this statement, and I've heard it since. He said to me, well, you know what? You might be right. Well, I never heard that before from an unconverted rabbi uh, who who was taught to be adamantly opposed to anything Christian. Uh, and he says, you know, you might be right. I said, really? Yeah. He said, we really won't know who's right until the Messiah comes. And you know what? It may be Christ, but we won't know until he comes. <laughs> now, that's good. I would say that's good Jewish philosophy, you know? And I, I thought to myself, wow, you talk about a guy that knows how to neutralize a discourse or a debate. How do you answer something like that? Well, I did answer him. I said, well, you, you are right in the sense that we will know for sure. You will know for sure. I said, I already know for sure because I believe the Bible. I said, but for you, it'll be too late. But you will find out for sure that Jesus is the Christ, but for you, my friend, it will be too late. And I explained to him why it would be too late, because he had rejected the grace of God. He had rejected the the scriptures that pointed to Christ, and he had rejected the truth. And because he had rejected the truth, then he could not receive eternal life. And I, I told him, I said, my prayer is that the scriptures that we talked about would sink deep into his heart and convict him of his own need of a savior. And that was the discussion. So it all comes back to whether you believe the Bible or not. You believe the Bible? If you believe the Bible, it's the only foundation, the only dogmatic proof of why we live here on this planet. You know, when I was growing up, one of the things that always bothered me was this question always asked, and many say the same thing, as they were seeking the truth and seeking the meaning of life. And I grew up with this thing that always bothered me, and that is, are we born to just die? Is that what life is all about? I mean, we're just born to eventually, we're just going to die? It that really bothered me. Folks, is life like that, really? You know, you live uh, your life, you live to whatever, 60, 50, some live 70, 80, 90, you know, and that's it. You die, boom. Wow, that's... Is that what life is all about? Are you telling me that's all life is all about? Ladies and gentlemen, life is more than that. Life in this realm is the means of God showing us the way, the truth, and the life through Christ. It's what he said. Christ, the Messiah, the Jewish Messiah said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if you want to know the meaning of life, it is God's way of showing you about eternal life. That's what really matters. And and that's what bothers me more than anything was people they invest millions of dollars on how to have a good 
life on this side of heaven. But they really don't care about what's going to happen after they die. Folks, doesn't it make sense to invest your time to find out what's going to happen after you die? I mean, on this life, at the very most, the average person lives, what, 80, 85 years? And that's it. But eternity is forever. Are you listening to me, ladies and gentlemen? Whether you're Jewish or not Jewish, does it not bother you what's going to happen to you after you close your eyes to this life? You're either going to open your eyes in a place called hell, which the Bible says a lot about, or you're going to open up your eyes in a place called heaven or in the presence of God. And you're telling me you could live every single day and it doesn't bother you? You have your head in the sand? I mean, wake up. Wake up, America. Wake up, Israel. Wake up, my Jewish people. Wake up, world. God gave us the blueprint of life. You want to know what the blueprint? You know, when you build a building, you have an architect, and he he draws the the drawings and all of that, how to how to put a building together, right? It it doesn't matter. You have a watch. You look at your watch. There was a watchmaker. You look at the radio, someone put the radio together. There's always somebody's hands had something to do with everything in life. Now, look, God created the heaven and the earth. God created life. He created our soul and spirit. So he gave us a book. You know, everything has a book. When I was in the military, I fixed helicopters. Well, I I had to read a book to know how to fix a helicopter. They're, They're mechanics, you know. They just don't wake up in the morning and say, hey, I know how to fix an engine. No, they have to read. Everything you do, there's a book behind it, right? So when it comes to life, the only book that's reliable that's that we can put our eternal faith in is the Word of God. God from the lips of God himself, the words of the Lord are pure words, a silver tried in a furnace of earth purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. That's what God did for us. He gave us the holy oracles of God. It's not the Koran. It's not the Nicene Creed. It's not, you know, some of these, uh, it's not the Book of Mormon. It's not what somebody's hallucination or some vision. They claim that they, they found some golden tablet somewhere. The word of God, my friend, is the only source of reliability on what life is all about. Get your nose in it. Read a good King James Bible and believe its words. Don't start criticizing something you've never read. You know, it really baffles my mind how everybody that criticizes the Bible, most have never read the Bible cover to cover, yet they try to use the Bible against those who believe the Bible. That's that's ridiculous. You try to use that tactic in a court of law to prove somebody's innocence. They'll laugh you. They'll laugh you straight to jail. You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast, and we would like to take this opportunity to invite you to our national conference, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last week of the month of May. The Hope of Israel National Conference is a prophecy-focused meeting with an old-time revival spirit. Some of the topics covered during the conference will be the high priest garments, blowing of the shofar, the mystery of the Jewish prayer shawl, prophetic feast days of Israel, and this all-important question, is America in Bible prophecy? For more information, And to make reservations, you can go to the conference website at www.rapture.today. Once again, that is the word rapture, R-A-P-T-U-R-E, 
rapture.today. This is truly a meeting you do not want to miss. Mark your calendar May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last Monday to Friday of the month of May. We pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia. 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700. Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word. 